It really has been too long since I've been in this spot, overly caffeinated, in my room with pillows and blankets to kind of muffle the sound and make myself a makeshift like recording studio. <laughs> and the cars whizzing by me. I don't know why I'm describing the scene here. But it has been a while since I've podcasted and I feel like whenever I take a break or something like that, I don't feel like I need to explain or justify every reason for the break, but the main reason was that I was super busy and when I came back on this podcast, I had been thinking for a while that I wanted to relaunch a little bit, rebrand a little bit, because obviously this is like a mental health podcast and a lot of the mental health issues I talk about are related to my eating disorder and eating disorder stuff hence skinny stories to tell in the dark that was the title originally but i didn't want this podcast to be that niche like i definitely still want the podcast to be very mental health heavy and like have that be one of the prominent things i talk about but i do want to expand a little bit and make it more about like college and just like life in your 20s because i will be 20 in two freaking weeks and stuff like that so yeah i'm changing the name as you guys can see it has been changed for about a month now but i am officially relaunching this is the first episode back i am super excited we are now called overthinking hour which i liked and i had a lot of different podcast names and i actually posted on my instagram to have people vote and overthinking hour i think won and i actually thought of it as i was making the poll it wasn't even one of the original names that i was gonna use but i really like it because i overthink a lot i talk a lot if you guys listen to any other episodes i talk like literally a mile a minute and it's weird right now because you know when you have coffee and you're definitely caffeinated but you're kind of on the come down and then you're kind of out of it but also caffeinated that's where i am right now and i also haven't podcasted in like two or three months so or really talk too much because it is quarantine and i'll address that in a minute so yeah be gentle with me i'm a little rusty but i'm more than ready and thrilled to be back on the podcast grind and yeah i have new cover art emma um esm creative i don't know if it's just esm creative or esm creative studio but on instagram i'll link her stuff in the show notes she made the original art so i asked her to make the new art and she did a great job i wanted it to be like kind of have like a clock in the back or something because it is like overthinking hour and i wanted like the colors to be a little different a little retro i said i wanted some um can i not think of what it's called not plaid, what's it called? Like checkers and I don't know, kind of retro-y and I love the new cover art. And then I also, by the time you guys hear this, it will already be done, but right now I'm fiddling around and trying to make a new intro song and I might also adjust like the actual format of the podcast. I don't know how much I will, but I realized I don't like it being overly structured. I like to just kind of have the beginning be where I update you guys kind of on life and what's gone on in the past week and then move on into the topic and at the end i think i'm just gonna stick to doing like weekly affirmations because i think that's good and positive and helpful but other than that i don't feel the need to do like a super structured like roses and thorns or favorites or anything like i'm sure i'll mention those type of things but i don't want the podcast to be as structured as i used to make it so uh since this is the first episode back there will be a little bit of blurbing and updating right now on life and even with everything i'm about to tell you probably i'm probably like just forgetting stuff still because so much has happened and it's been three months and even if it was just a normal three months i feel like a lot would have gone down but the fact that the whole world and everything has shifted so much even more has gone down so i guess in my notes here i wrote where the fuck have i been 
Um, so basically, in my last few episodes before I took a break from podcasting, I was just really busy. Like the semester had started, and even though it was online classes, it was way more work than I've ever had in college and I really liked it and I feel like I learned so much this semester and your bitch got a 4.0 baby but I feel like I learned a lot but it was a lot of work obviously and then I did have a job for about a month and a half ish at an acai bowl place but I had to quit that job like two weeks before quarantine because it was just too much with school and everything else and then right after I quit actually I got really sick and I was bedridden for like two weeks it wasn't the coronavirus but I honestly don't know what it was it was just kind of like a bad flu and I literally couldn't even leave bed to walk downstairs like my family had to literally be like kind of nurses to me so yeah that was not fun and then as that was happening the whole COVID-19 and pandemic really set into place and quarantine and the stay-at-home self-isolation all that jazz and it was really trippy because you know when you're already sick and you're out of it and everything's kind of weird and it doesn't feel normal As I was feeling super sick and out of it, the whole world was like collapsing. So that was really scary. But now we're in this weird like new normal of quarantine. And I want to make a whole episode about like how I'm trying to, or at least attempting, I guess, to just keep my mental health like in check during quarantine and how to navigate that. So that will probably be an episode coming in the next few weeks. But overall, quarantine has definitely been hard, especially someone who you guys know struggles with like, a lot of mental health issues it has been beneficial in some ways because before quarantine i would feel isolated and like alone like doing online school and stuff from home but the fact that my family's all around or the fact that my family's around all the time for better or for worse it does help with the feeling isolated i guess i mean i can't see my friends or go out into the world so that sucks but i do like being able to like have my family around the house all day But I guess what I do to try to cope with things, I'll make a whole episode about this, like I said, but the big thing for me is I try to focus on what I can control and what I can't control. What I can control, like I'm using everything in my power to do, I guess, and all I can really control is just staying home, isolating, being smart, not leaving the house, not doing anything with people, not seeing people. Um, Only one of my family members goes to the store for groceries and they wear a mask, they do the whole thing and everything we sanitize our food whatever so I'm I literally like all I'll do is leave the house to go on a walk and my neighborhood's like really spread out so like a walk is fine but that's literally it I don't go to the grocery store I don't see people I don't do anything so it is hard but I'm doing everything in my power to like keep me and like other people healthy and I feel like that's all I really can do I try to stay as busy as I can but like also like I don't know I have days where I don't do anything and I'll it's okay to have those days like right now is like the world's just kind of on pause and you don't need to feel like you're being productive every day and I don't want to go into too many tips because I want to make a whole episode on this but yeah just it's okay to not feel productive and to feel drained even if you don't do anything because just everything going on in the world is like very taxing on us as individuals and it's already tough so you will feel drained and it's just harder to find motivation or to do anything. And then another way I try to think about things is at least there's no FOMO right now because no one's able to do anything and no one's able to have fun. So that's another way I try to look through things. But yeah, that's kind of how I'm attempting to cope right now. Other updates. Um, I finished classes last week, so I'm done with the spring semester. And also, I'm going to get into this, obviously, because this is the main meat of this episode. I finished my last semester at FIT so that's very exciting like I said 4.0 pretty proud of that um also turning 20 in two weeks my birthday's June 8th so in 
I guess a little over two weeks, like two and a half weeks. I'll be 20, which is wild. Other things I've been doing, I've been learning. Actually, I've been getting really into Procreate and like digital design and digital art and stuff like that. Um, I've been making digital portraits. I want to make that as like a little side hustle. So I've been working on making a portfolio and it's honestly so calming to just like play music or a podcast and then do a digital portrait on Procreate or like I've been watching YouTube tutorials on like how to draw certain things. So that has been a fun hobby for me. Other more like life updates other than like I said the title of this episode I've been actually I think next month is my six months of being in therapy and it has been life-changing like I want to make a whole episode about like things I've learned in the first six months of being in therapy and as of quarantine I think about two months ago three months ago I switched to doing teletherapy and it still honestly has been just as good Um, but I have dealt with actually processing a lot of trauma over the past few months that I don't really feel comfortable talking about yet, but it's just another thing to the whole mix of like mental health stuff I deal with. So that's been rough, but it feels good to be processing it, I guess. Another thing is since quarantine, I am now single. So that's another thing. I don't really feel like talking about too much right now, but that is another thing that happened in life. That's an update. Um, Let's see. Oh, also I just wrote this down. Um, in my notes for the podcast episode, something I am proud of of myself is I have not cut or dyed my hair in quarantine. Honestly, character development, because I think I tweeted something a few months ago and it was like me having a mental breakdown, grabbing scissors to cut my hair, but putting them down, knowing it's not the right decision. We love some character development. And honestly, we do like in the fall, I made that whole episode about coping and like (laughs) how my bad coping mechanism is chopping my hair, but I've been able to not do that. So it shows, you know, therapy's working. But now I've kind of updated you guys on things and I don't want to ramble too much. Like I said, this could be a whole update episode, but I don't really know if anyone cares about like everything. So I'm going to get into the exciting part of life updates, I guess. So as the title says, I am going to be attending my dream school and moving to Paris, France. So a lot has changed, like I said, in the past few months. You guys knew I I moved back from New York after kind of dealing with things and whatnot. And I came back here to Portland to just do online for the spring semester and figure out what my next step would be, attend therapy, like kind of put myself first, take care of myself and get ready for the fall where I would transfer schools. Um, I could make a whole episode about why I'm leaving FIT, but a lot of it is it's just not what I want to do anymore. And my major was advertising and marketing communications, but I want to go into more like production of digital content and also just like media in general and have a little bit more of a liberal arts background and stuff like that so the major itself is not really what I wanted to do anymore and then FIT also I just have issues with kind of I don't know FIT is problematic like you guys have seen the news and just certain things like I don't know it just I didn't feel like I was getting the best education I could get I don't want to sit here and like trash on FIT because I do I I did learn a lot and I do have some good experiences and whatnot but I do think I'm making the right decision also to transfer schools because I feel like If you can, I feel like everyone should try to get like the best education they can get for them. And I don't think FIT aligns as that for me anymore. So yeah. And the past few months, basically I applied to transfer, or I guess the transfer application process kind of began in December for me. And I submitted my last application in the end of March. So it's kind of just been a waiting game. And I applied to several different schools because I didn't really know exactly where I wanted to land. Obviously, I had my dream school, which I've talked about, I think, on the podcast. I've definitely talked about it on YouTube. 
my dream school has always been New York University. Like, since as long as I can remember, like, very early high school and beyond, like, NYU is always where I've wanted to go. And in high school, like, my heart was so set on it. I'd spend so much time just, like, watching, like, NYU Day in the Life, NYU Q&A, like, videos on YouTube or, like, literally anything about NYU online. Like, I would, ha- you, it's, I've probably read it or watched it or anything like that. Like, I was obsessed with NYU and it was my dream school for so many reasons. Just, like, how diverse it is, the study abroad ap- opportunities. Like, I toured the campus in 2017. I fell in love. Just the majors offered, the classes offered, the quality of the education and... I don't know, just how it's so different from other schools, and I know everyone, like, likes saying that about their school or whatnot, but NYU really is different, like, there's the global network, there's so many opportunities, and, like, obviously it's in New York, but it's beyond that, like, I don't know, NYU is always where I've wanted to go, and in high school, I actually applied, and to Fordham, too, Fordham wasn't my dream school, but Fordham was, like, my number two, um, NYU's always been the dream, and I got rejected from both, I actually have a vlog where I found that out, sad day for me in 2017, and like you guys know, I ended up attending FIT, but NYU has always been where I'd wanted to be, like, even when I was in New York attending FIT, I would literally always be in the village, like, walking around by NYU, I had friends at NYU, I, I don't know, I just felt so at home there, even if I wasn't technically a student, so it feels like just such a full circle moment, and I guess getting back to the transfer process, so, um, for schools that I applied to, because I was kind of trying to figure out where I wanted to land, I'll first talk about the schools that I'm not going to. So I applied literally just because I had a free application to the University of San Francisco. I did not want to be there, but I figured out a free application, so I'd apply. I got in, but obviously didn't want to go. I applied to the University of Washington, Seattle, which I do like Seattle, but I'd obviously like New York is where I'd want to be, but I wanted to give myself another option. I actually still haven't heard back yet because transfers can hear... I don't know, like, you might not hear back till, uh, like, June from some schools, so I don't know about the University of Washington, but I've obviously, like, committed to other schools, um, but then in, I think, April, I heard back from Fordham, and I got into Fordham, and like I said, NYU has always been my dream school, and if I got into NYU, no matter what, I would go, like, I know some people will talk about the cost and whatever, but for me, it's, like, so beyond worth it, especially after going to a school like FIT that is more affordable, just like even before i haven't even attended nyu yet you know like classes or whatnot but just the resources like now and the communication and it's just such a difference in quality and like i don't know like i've always wanted just like more than fit has had to offer and yeah i think the price of nyu is worth it especially for the global network and i think it's worth it to get the education i want to get not to say that other schools like you can't get a good education if you pay less but just like I don't know, for me, it's the right decision, and I think it's worth it. But yeah, so I got into Fordham, and because I was still waiting for N- from NYU, and I knew it could be a while till I heard back, because NYU is already extremely competitive. Like, I want to make a whole podcast or a YouTube video about how I did eventually, obviously, get in, because it was a process for me. NYU's acceptance rate this past year, I think, was like 15%, and that is, like, even... I don't know what the acceptance rate is for transfers, but... I know it's way more competitive if you are a transfer, and especially for the program I applied to, which I'll talk more about in a minute, Media, Culture, and Communication, MCC, it's even more competitive, especially for external transfers. So I committed um, originally to Fordham while I was waiting to hear back from NYU. I figured I'd just put in a deposit so I had somewhere to go to school in the fall, which I was happy with and whatever, but I obviously was still like waiting and hoping and like, I'm not even religious, but like, so I wouldn't say praying, but manifesting for NYU. 
then I was like every week I would literally go on like a uh, college confidential I felt like literally like 2017 Haley like going back to my like college forum days I don't ever post on those or have an account but I'll just go to kind of see when admissions decisions and stuff are coming out and from that forum I found out like every Friday at 1 p.m. NYU releases some transfer decisions and every Friday I would log on to the portal check my email and I wouldn't get a decision so eventually I was just kind of like I not that I was getting my hopes up or not either way like I had a good feeling about things and I was like putting positive um like energy out there you know and I really truly do believe in manifestation so I would tell myself like you're gonna get into NYU I wouldn't doubt that at all um like I'd be realistic but I wanted to just like think positive you know but eventually I just didn't like I wasn't hearing back and I was just like okay you need to like focus on other things Haley you'll hear back eventually so then last week, I was like going to get takeout sushi with my dad and we picked it up. We were in the car on the way home. I checked my email and it says um, from NYU, like your admissions decision status update, something like that. And I was like, oh my God, like I, I was like, I don't even want to open it. Like, I don't want to see it. Like the moment had finally come and I was just so nervous because it's my dream school and it's always where I wanted to go. And like I got rejected in high school. So it was like, this was my chance, you know, and I opened the email and I don't actually do I have a screenshot of what it says let's see I think I do okay it says um dear Haley on behalf of the admissions committee it is my honor and privilege to share with you that you have been admitted to media culture and communication program at Steinhardt School of Culture Education and Human Development beginning your studies at NYU Paris congratulations I could not be more excited to welcome you to NYU and then it goes into more just like things about the next steps and whatever and I'm so happy and so excited in that moment and now obviously and I still like it's a lot to process because it's been years in the making like I said I got rejected from Fordham and NYU in high school so the fact that like after like going to a different school busting my ass off and like working hard and doing everything I could to get in and both schools accepted me especially NYU that's been my dream school for so long like it's just such a full circle moment and it's like I don't know it's very fulfilling and it makes me like proud of myself and just so happy and the day I found out and I told people everyone was just like so kind and I felt so loved and yeah I'm literally like I can't even express how happy I am but yeah as I said in that um, I got into NYU and I will be beginning my studies at NYU Paris which I am jazzed about actually about a month after I applied I got an email and I'd heard about that they do this before obviously because I've done my research and the email said um, because MCC or media culture and communication the program I applied to to major in at NYU is very competitive especially for external transfers what they will do to offer like more people um, a spot in the program is have them begin and do their fall semester at NYU Paris and then in the spring go to like the actual like New York campus and obviously I was down for that I was like New York itself that campus was my first choice but I was not complaining at all about Paris obviously if you guys don't notice about me, I can't even talk today, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you guys don't know this about me, I actually took French for three years in high school and I would I was obsessed with like French and France and like everything about the culture and the language. Like I loved having French class, I love my teacher, and I also like in my free time I would just be on like Duolingo or watching French videos and doing so much to like learn about um French culture and the language and everything. And then in 2017, my junior year of high school, in the summer between junior and senior year, I went to France and I stayed with the host family for a few weeks. And I would, like, on the weekdays, the way the program was set up, I would go, um, they lived in Montmorency, so it was a suburb of Paris, like 45 minutes away. 
and I would go every morning and I would go to a class with um, a group of like other people from Portland actually but the teachers of the class were like these um, French guys they were like in their I think mid-20s but they were super cool and they would teach us like more I don't know like language and like written stuff and then we'd spend the afternoons going to excursions in Paris and seeing the sites like we went to the Eiffel Tower, Le Sacre Coeur. I literally like excuse my French accent right now it's been years since I've practiced which I'm working on. Um, Montmartre, uh, like literally everything we just explored a lot of um, Paris and we also went to like Versailles stuff like that so I went for two weeks stayed with the host family and like I was my French was getting pretty good at that point but then I graduated high school still love France wanted to go back it was literally a life-changing experience like so good um but it, my French has been kind of rusty but I'm so excited because I'm already like obsessed with everything like France and French and whatever so the fact that I get to start my semester NYU my dream school in Paris for a semester like I'm so happy um the only thing that stresses me out oh and obviously like I committed right away like I literally like spent like a few hours thinking about things and making sure like I don't know I wasn't having I didn't think I would regret anything but I wanted to be smart and some of my concerns obviously were like the whole coronavirus situation like everything's kind of up in there for the fall and then also at NYU transfers aren't guaranteed housing and housing is like I could make a whole episode about this too but just like for me, um, when I left New York, it wasn't because of New York itself, it was because of me and I needed to like go to therapy, spend some time at home and like work on myself and then go back to New York, you know, as an improved version of myself and know what needed to change to succeed there. Cause one of the things I struggled with was like living off campus and feeling isolated. So I know one of the things when I go back to school is I need to be in a dorm so I can make friends and not feel isolated and stuff like that. So the fact that NYU didn't guarantee housing for transfers, I mean in Paris your housing is guaranteed, but when you come back to New York it isn't. But that was a concern for me so I had to like think that over and whatnot. Like it didn't take much time, like my brother and I went on a walk and talked about it and he was like just do with what your what your heart says and like it was not a hard decision it was such an e easy decision and my heart was like NYU because it's always been there and like yeah I'm just so happy and I can't even express that over the podcast but yeah so I committed to NYU and where was I going with this yeah so I'm doing the fall semester in Paris and assuming everything with like the coronavirus like I don't know how to feel because it's hard because I want to look forward to the fall and have that to look forward to, but I'm also trying to be realistic and not get my hopes up because, like, we're in a, you know, like, a global pandemic and it's very serious and, like, everything's changing day by day, but I'm trying to remain optimistic. As of now, everything NYU has said is that we're gonna, they're gonna try for in-person classes this fall, and actually, I think the fact that I'm going to France over, like, New York itself for the fall semester puts me in a better position because I know France is reopening things sooner and they're a little bit ahead of the states especially New York is like a real uh like hot spot right now and it's not a great place to be for the coronavirus and everything so I'm actually in a better position I think the fact that I'm gonna be in France in the fall but yeah I'll be there hopefully assuming everything goes as planned from August through September and yeah I am literally so excited um now I'm doing all the things you do when you get in where you have to like fill out all the immunization forms, send your like health records, uh, upload like a photo ID, register for classes. Like I'm so excited. And the Paris program itself, I'm going to be taking, I think, four classes. Three of them are for the major MCC. I think one of them is like intro to like the history of media. The other one, I forget, but it's like 
two major classes or three and then you take french and obviously i've taken french before but i have to do like a placement test um and that's another aspect i'm so excited about because my french is a little rusty now but i was like pretty proficient in it in high school and that's one skill like one of my goals is is to just be like multilingual and like obviously i know english and then i want to become actually fluent in French. I was getting kind of close for a bit, but yeah, I want to get actually fluent in uh, French and then Spanish and Italian. Those are like the first three languages. I actually took Mandarin in high school for a year and like also in middle school, so like a year and a half. But yeah, I want to become multilingual and know a lot of languages. I think the first one obviously is like finish becoming fluent in French. So I think this program will be amazing for that because I'll be taking French classes, but I'll also be literally living in Paris for like three and a half months or four months whatever it is so like i'll literally be taking that knowledge in and outside of the classroom so i'm so excited about that but yeah that's basically everything and my big update and announcement so assuming everything goes as planned your girl will be in paris this fall and going to literally my dream school i can't believe now i'm like an actual nyu student like it's i literally can't i'm so ecstatic and so happy and like that is what honestly i've just been on like a like an nyu induced high just like since i got the news like it's really what's been getting me through the whole quarantine and giving me something to look forward to and to be like optimistic about and just feel like all my hard work like went to something i guess and i'm just i'm literally so happy and i just can't wait for what's to come and the content will be popping guys on youtube and through the podcast like this summer the podcast is like one of my main goals or things i'm gonna be really like honing in on and like trying to produce really good content and like i said this first episode's kind of all over the place because it is my first one back but as the summer goes on the content will get better youtube i have a few video ideas but i'm really planning on like getting better at youtube stuff once school starts in the fall because i'll have exciting stuff to vlog versus now it's just like the same thing every day in quarantine you know also i've been like youtube's just hard because like podcasting i don't really like care about my voice and i don't get insecure but youtube videos i just pick myself apart about like my looks while i'm editing so sometimes it's just not the best for my mental health to like film a video and then pick myself apart i feel better when i'm like vlogging versus like a sit down video and one reason for that which is another update is my bottom teeth i've had i had braces for like five years got them off and then I had issues with the retainer and all that. So my bottom teeth are kind of crooked again. And when I watch myself talking on video, I get really insecure about it. Like they're not terrible, but they just bug me. So I actually, in two weeks from now, I'll finally be getting the little aligners, but I'm doing Smile Direct. And this isn't sponsored, obviously, but they're just like weekly aligners, I think. Similar to Invisalign. Um, they sent me a kit at home and I did these like molds of my teeth. Um, that was not super fun and i sent that back to them and they're gonna send me the liners and it only takes three or four months so my bottom teeth will be straight by the time i go to school in the fall and since my teeth will be straighter and that like kind of fixes an insecurity of mine i'll be able to vlog more without being super insecure about that so yeah i don't know what else to say i guess i'll just end this with my weekly affirmations as you guys know or as you don't know i end the episodes with weekly affirmations or just things to tell yourself um that you're manifesting or just things you're kind of putting out into the universe and i think it's just a positive practice to do these and like you can either repeat them back with me as you're listening or just kind of listen take them in i'll repeat them each three times i normally find ones that like pertain to the episode or just like the world in general so yeah good flows to me good flows from me good flows to me good flows from me
Good flows to me, good flows from me. I am doing my best. I am doing my best. I am doing my best. This will pass. This will pass. This will pass. I am grateful for all that I have. I am grateful for all that I have. I am grateful for all that I have. And yeah, so those are the affirmations for this week. I wanted them to kind of pertain to like the world we're navigating right now. And I don't know, just I've been practicing a lot of gratitude with everything and recognizing my privilege in everything. And just like the fact that I have my family, my home, that I'm safe, everyone I know is healthy. And even though I do struggle with like mental health and just dealing with things, at least I have at least in these other ways, like I am very privileged. But yeah, make sure to follow the podcast at Overthinking Hour Podcast and me at Haley Nimick. And I will catch up with you guys next week. I love you all. You are all so strong and so beautiful. And I can't wait to get back to the podcasting grind.